I'm Don. Someone made a store just for me for Lazo. And I'm Caitlin, got your kind of quality K. And this is Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into the fascinating world of local TV and radio jingles. And this episode is no exception. They never are. Yes, Caitlin, this time we are going down to New York City town where we will be profiling Food Emporium. Food Emporium. You brought this one to the table. I can't wait to learn about Food Emporium because I've never heard of this place. And I don't know if they're around. I'm wondering if there's any fun history. Tell me more, Caitlin. (laughs) Show me the way. Oh, there's a lot of history. I found this one when I was in, in the jingle game. Sometimes you hit a rich vein of of material and supermarket grocery store jingles happen to be one such vein where I found a bunch and thick and veiny. It was it was thick and veiny. It was a girthy <laughs> vein of jingles that I found and a food emporium kept coming up. It, this is all over the internet because if you grew up or lived in the New York City, New Jersey, I guess sort kind of tri-state area in the late 80s and 90s. You heard this all the time. From what Reddit tells me and the internet tells me, it was ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew this jingle. And for a while, it seems that nobody could find it. But Really? Yeah, there's a lot of old posts where people are like, what's this jingle? I can't find it. Please help me. Where can I listen to this? And, um, uh, but... It was put back on YouTube, and now we were able to bask in the glory that is Food Emporium. Uh, Are you ready for some grocery industry history? Yeah, oh, please take me there. Okay, Food Emporium. Food Emporium was... Food Emporium. Food Emporium. As started as early as 1919 uh, under the name Deitch Crystal Dairies. And they had a whole bunch of stores in New York City and Nassau and Suffolk County and uh, over into New Jersey. Uh, They grew pretty big and changed their name to Shopwell in the in the 50s. But Shopwell, you see, it's a cautionary uh, capitalist tale. They tried to get too big too fast. And they uh, they expanded to 103 stores. They had 33 vice presidents. They were so successful. Oh. I know, right? 33 at, vice presidents. At the same time? Yes. Like vice president of produce, vice president of the deli Who knows? slicer. They're, they have quite a s- extensive Wikipedia section, and uh, a lot of it is dedicated to like their sort of messy corporate structure. Yeah, I got to see that organizational tree or whatever you call it. They have some anecdote in the Wikipedia. It was it's called the spaghetti chart or the spaghetti meeting where some consultant, I guess, or maybe the the owner came in and they asked these thirty three vice presidents, "Who do you report to?" And they all pointed to each other. Oh. And he's like, "That was a test, and you failed, and you're all fired." <laughs> um. And uh, at the at the time, they had these thirty three vice presidents. They were trying to expand into. New England, they tried to open like Shopwell plazas, they tried to open liquor stores, and uh, they failed spectacularly. So they fired all the 33 vice presidents in 1979, and they decided to think about who they really wanted to be. 
they trimmed down to 65 stores and they decided they wanted to focus on being regional. They weren't going to expand. They were going to stay in this sort of New York City metro area. They trimmed down to uh, 65 stores and they took a look at those stores and they realized that the ones that were doing the best were in higher income areas. Hmm, makes sense. In the city. Uh, but that people were going there largely for convenience. Not because they liked Shopwell so much mm-hmm. or because uh, someone made a store just for them, but because they were there. And at the time, uh, if you wanted sort of specialty and high-end items, you would go to a Zabar's or a Balducci's. And then if you wanted like milk and eggs, you'd go to like your bodega or your, your Shopwell. And now we take for granted that you can get like hummus at a gas station. But back then, if you wanted like Parmesan cheese that didn't come out of a can or you wanted, I'm trying to think of something we take for granted now. Olives? Like, yeah, olives or marinated artichokes. A lot of people take olives for granted. That's why it just came out so quickly for me. Or like hazelnuts or stuff like that. You would have to go to a specialty grocery store because those things were like unique and ethnic and niche. And people would go to, like, your Zabars and your Balducci's for things like that. So they decided that they were going to market themselves as a one-stop shop where you could get both the your olives and, like, your brie, but you could also get your, uh, your cereal and your loaf of bread uh, and your butcher shop. And this is basically what we think of as a supermarket now. But back then there wasn't that mix of high and low that we had. So they decided to rebrand themselves food emporiums and they slowly converted, uh, converted 24 of their stores into food emporiums. Oh, it wasn't like a, a, a chain wide conversion. It was just the, those they, 24. They trimmed, 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 trimmed down to 24. And then the 24 that were left became the food emporiums. Gotcha. However, it was super expensive, and they had to sell to A&P, and they sold to A&P in 1986. They took over all the food emporiums, which brings us to the jingle from 1988, because now they had A&P money. This jingle we heard is from 1988. Wait, wait. So they sell to A&P, but they don't rebrand as A&P at this point? They're still keeping the food emporium name? Yeah, A&P just buys all the food emporium uh, intellectual property and like branding and all well, the probably stores. all the stores like you know the infrastructure and such. Yeah. Yes, they take it over. All the olive bars. Very and A and P was huge at the time, and so in 1986 they now have all this money and they can put out, they can blanket the New York City area with this iconic, iconic jingle. Uh, the story doesn't super have a, a happy ending. Um, after the A and P, it was they bought it for sixty four million dollars in nineteen eighty six, and I wish I looked up what that would be in twenty twenty three. But suffice to it's say, not the same money stays the same. Yeah, money money holds its value. Money. So there's one thing I know: money holds its value. Uh, but A and P went bankrupt twice, once in uh, twenty twelve and once in twenty fifteen. And the Food Emporium name and name and likeness was 
sort of sold to another big company called Key Foods. The story gets a lot less interesting from here. <laughs> uh, Key Foods bought Food Emporiums. I believe there's some Food Emporiums in name only, but there are two. The two original Food Emporiums in Manhattan mm-hmm. still exist. They still exist, and they're just owned by somebody else. Key Foods. Yes. And that's, that's the story of the, the rise and fall of Food Emporium. So maybe you just glossed over this or maybe you didn't even mention it, but how many people died at Food Emporium? Anybody get their heads or feet cut off? You know, unfortunately, there was no, no Wikipedia ki- section called Food Emporium Death. <laughs> no stabbings at overnight sleepover parties at Food Emporium? Nobody was beheaded and befooted. <laughs> you don't want to be either of those things. I mean, I'm always looking for a a slip and fall, a poisoning. I mean, somebody must have choked on a grape. But it's so commonplace at, at, at grocery stores. They build it into the uh, insurance. Oh, for sure. That's interesting. So A&P... Are they around anymore, or are they just completely gone? Completely bankrupt. Because I remember uh, uh, vacationing. I used to vacation uh, in Cape Cod, mm-hmm. or on Cape Cod, if you will, and they had AMPs everywhere. So that's where I, when I think of AMP, I'm like, I, I can picture the logo. I know exactly what the store looked like. I just assumed it was still there, and I just haven't, I haven't been in so long. No, they went bankrupt, bankrupt twice. Things went real bad for AMP. In short order, no less, like 2012 and 2015. Yes, and I would have to reference. A and P specifically. I don't know if somebody bought the A and P name. How do you like come out of bankruptcy and you're like, we think we figured this out, we're ready to try again, and then three years later you're like, oh, we were so wrong, like it's over. One was like the like the chapter of bankruptcy that's not the super bad one. I don't remember. I don't chapter know. twelve. It's one of the ones where like you can come back from it a little bit, and they did, and then they didn't. I gotcha. Like, and, who do you owe money to if you're if you're going bankrupt as a as a grocery store? You're like, listen, Boar's Head is after us. We have not paid our Boar's Head bill in a long, long time. I think it's like what you said. And there, you went by so many A and P's in Cape Cod. Like, how many A and P's you need? How many? Yeah, it's true. It's a relatively small. It's not an island, is it? Is it a odd shaped peninsula? Isthmus. Is that a word? Isthmus. Yeah. I, you know, I, to be honest, I don't even know what the word emporium means. Do you know it? Like, is there a definition? It's store, but fancy. So an emporium is just like a place where we sell things. I'm going to sound real dumb, but... Uh, I, I was banking on you to be the smart one in this one. I really thought no, you it's would... Like, it's like, it's an emporium. It's a, it's a store. I, but I thought like you were going to say, Don, an emporium is, you know, like a, a Middle Eastern term for oh, a no, bazaar. <laughs> like, I really thought you were going to school me on this one, and instead... I mean, to my ears, You're just as of, dumb as I am. It sort of sounds like importing. But which is obviously spelled with an I and is not the same word, but it kind of sounds like a place where one has has brought in em, imported in olives well, and, and hummus. Well, I do uh, hummus, yes, indeed. So I've I, I've I've done a little googling, googling, uh-huh. uh, emporium. What is emporium? It's a noun. So we're halfway there. Um. Defined as a large retail store selling a variety of goods, uh, a business establishment that specializes in products or services on a large scale, often used for humorously formal effect. So, like, they know that it's not a big deal, but 
pretending it is. They were trying to make it sound fancy. Uh, and then it says, um, archaic, uh, principal center of commerce, a market. So it's just another word for market. It's a market. But it sounds, it, it does sound humorous, humorously fancy, doesn't emporium. it? Emporium. It's an emporium. But mm-hmm. anytime I think of it, I think of like Crazy Dave's Car Emporium. Like we've got every make and model or mm-hmm. something like that. So I don't know. It, it, I don't think the word should be taken seriously. And yet this jingle takes itself pretty seriously. It's dead serious. Let's give a listen to this. All right, so we're going to look this one up on YouTube. This, oh no, we're, we're going to look, well, it is on YouTube. Uh, the one that we're playing, it says, The Food Emporium, quote, Someone Made a Store Just for Me commercial. Um, let's give it a listen. Someone made a store just for me. All right, and we're back. Uh, I mean, we usually try to only talk about the song, but there's a great video associated with that commercial. There's a great video. There are what people would probably in the 80s identify as yuppies, like on some sort of party drug, like just spinning and gooning their way through Food Emporium (laughs) as if they've just been born into heaven. (laughs) That's a good way to describe it. Um, There's some trippy stuff that happens in that, in the visuals of that commercial too. Uh, My favorite is there's a pan of muffins, like a glamour shot of muffins. And they are like ascending into heaven. Like they're being raptured (laughs) as they like exit the the muffin tray and just go straight up to heaven. Like somebody dumped over a pan of muffins and reversed the footage, and they are—they're just ascending. But yeah, there's a, there's a woman who <laughs> loses her mind when uh, when somebody pulls a lobster out of a lobster tank, and she's like, "Oh my god! Like this is a riot! I can't believe that this lobster's looking at me." The I lobster wa- monger's like, "You want?" And she goes, "Oh my god! Like I do want it. And can you kill it now, or do I have to kill it at home?" Um, she smells a raw steak. She just spins about. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a crazy video, um, but it's a really good song. Very catchy. It's got that descending um, bum 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 bum, like that bass line that kind of walks mm-hmm. down the the scale. Um, those lyrics, though. And now that I know what they were going for, the lyrics like it speaks to the customer they wanted. Someone made a store just for me. Who was that person? Who do you think did that? Food Emporium. Food Emporium. But I mean, like someone like was there one person who spearheaded this they're like hey michael down on 34th street you know is is he the one that we should be modeling our our business model after because we should make it like i feel like michael would appreciate a wide variety of goods and and exciting lobsters and and you know god-loving muffins that that Mm -hmm. ascend into the heavens who is someone who is it it's like a, it's a love song. Which of the 33 vice presidents do you think they were referencing when mm-hmm. they say someone made a store just for me? They've created the store just for me. And someone, someone has my kind of quality. Yes. And, and pe- what is it? What's the lyric? People like things. Peep, someone got the message the that guy. people like things better, even when they're shopping for beat the simple things. Yeah. 
someone got the message. Like I've been putting it out there, and someone got my message in a bottle that like this is the right thing to do. This is this is good stuff. Um, I think this is this is a fun one. It's beautiful. It's definitely late eighties. Mm-hmm. There's soaring, um, you know, orchestral music going out, you know, behind this this nice slow, you know, pop ballad. It, it could be. It could be another '80s uh, theme song for a television show or or uh, end credit sequence in an '80s movie. It, uh, I thought of that too. It has that synthy twinkle, and at the end, one of our our yuppies sort of soft focus spins to the camera, and it freezes on her enraptured face as she shops in Food Emporium, and it sort of looks like it should say, "Food Emporium leaves you with that fresh feeling." <laughs> um. I, I so so there's there's some still left though down in New York City if I if I go down there there's oh, two there's two uh, if you look at the website you can find some delightful uh, specials and it'll tell you where they are but right now like we have Trader we have Trader Joe's and we have Whole Foods and we have Fresh Market and even if you go to like Price Chopper they have an olive bar and they have every kind of fancy cheese. They really do, yeah. I think it's probably a lot easier nowadays, you know, to get the distribution on those specialty products and 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 get them at your local, you know, random grocery store than it was maybe back in the day. And depending on where you lived in New York City, like maybe you'd have to go to a really expensive specialty store, or like a bodega. There weren't a whole lot of grocery stores where you could get both. You ever watch like movies that take place in New York City and? You know, the character is like carrying one or two at most brown paper bags with like, like the top of like celery sticking out and a baguette (laughs) and stuff. And like, is it because they didn't have cars that they could only take so many groceries at a time? So you would literally stop at the grocery store every day? Like, oh, I have the stuff to make dinner. It's all I could carry home with me. Is that what Food Emporium's, uh, you know, business model was? Like you can buy two lobsters and uh, a lemon and some butter. Like that's all you could fit in your bag. You gotta get in a taxi. It's the nineteen eighties. You'd stop by. I'm thinking of like sort of Meg. Meg, Meg Ryan. Meg Meg Ryan. Is that the word you're looking or name you're looking for? <laughs> yes, Meg. Meg Sally. You've got Mailington. Is <laughs> is walking over? She has like the two bags, and like she's adorably frazzled and. She has like the big sort of curly perm and maybe she's like trying to hold the door open with her foot. Maybe the doorman helps her. (gasps) She has her two bags and she's like trying to get in the apartment door. See, I'm I'm thinking more Sigourney Weaver in uh, Ghostbusters 2 where she's carrying, she's got two bags Mm -hmm. and and literally the doorman's like, or no, she's like, will you hold this for me? And the guy's like, "Uh, listen, I'm the super. I'm not, I'm not the doorman. I I gotta hold this for you. You know, it's like this. These are real things. Like that's mm-hmm. probably a line that the writer of Ghostbusters two heard while sitting on a bench outside of an apartment building in New York City. He was like, "Yes, that's real New York right there." I'm writing that down. How do people buy food in? Let us know. Well, so my sister used to live in Manhattan, and I know she ordered delivery or takeout a lot. My uh, my friends that lived in New York City, a friend I still have that lives in Queens. He does not really cook. Yeah, they never cook. Because it's like it's so it's easier and it's like just as expensive. Yeah, to... I think all the food's expensive there. And you go to these little bodegas, you're like oh, I need like an orange. You're like you better have brought a twenty because 
Like that'll get you half. Um, yeah, so she was ordering out a lot. And like I think all those meal delivery services, like HelloFresh and mm-hmm. you know, our new sponsor, HelloFresh. Now, like all of them, like they're probably they were probably designed for for New York City folk and, mm-hmm. and other major city folks who are like, yeah, you don't have a car. You, it's a pain in the butt to bring things from here to there. Um, and then eventually they just started talking to us here in suburbia because they realized that ah, we can mail it there too. Um, but I remember my sister would, whenever she would come home to the suburbs to, to visit, you know, my parents or, 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 or any of us, she would make like a run to the grocery store and like load up her car with like as many paper towels and like rolls of toilet paper as she could fit because she's like, how else am I going to get this to my apartment? Like <laughs> I'm not going to carry it on the subway or, you know, take an Uber or a Lyft or whatever. So, um, food emporium, probably a very important part of a lot of people's lives back in the eighties. And yet they couldn't make it work. They could not make it work. I think it was rents. I think it was competition. Well, in A&P, too, growing too fast, they buy them all. They say, hey, listen, we're great mm-hmm. in Cape Cod. Maybe we could do it here, too. It would be We're wicked smart. This would be awesome. They thought A&P would save them, but A&P was just as over-leveraged. Made and- it so much worse. Um, now, Caitlin, that was a good one. Um, usually we only try to feature one jingle per episode, but what do you say we take a look at some of these other jingles from uh from grocery stores that you brought up because i mean look we're only 21 minutes into this episode we're only 21 we gotta give the people what they want which is content there's a fun one that i didn't send you about meat uh, okay because i because i have the list of the ones you did send but some of these may be worthy of their own uh, episode so i don't want to i don't want to you know give it away oh she's slowly um, looking through her phone i'm slowly looking through my phone with physical I, buttons. She actually has to, like, when she wants to type, like, you know, the letter B, she has to hit the number one twice. I say, hey, Siri, type B. <laughs> Dominion Supermarket. It's actually an A&P. Dominion. Oh, oh yeah. I have uh, the two Dominions you sent me. Do you remember which was One which? of them is accidentally a Kmart ad. Oh, yeah. I think that's the first one. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin sends me a list of, like, ten things. She's like, check these out. You know, This is Dominion. We have the meats. And I click on it. It's just like an old Kmart, Kmart ad. ad. I'm like, I don't know if that's what she meant. But they're labeled one and two as if, like, you thought you were sending me two Dominion ads. Yeah. One of them is really Dominion. One of them is not. Oh. Um, Dominion Supermarket Meat. Oh, yeah, you can find this. Well, you could find it, too. It's on your phone. Just hit the button. Am I allowed? Yeah, sure. You can be the one who controls the thing now. You've earned it, girl. Why do more Canadians shop at Dominion than at any other store? Why? It's mainly because of the meat. Mainly because of the meat? Yes, it's mainly because of the meat. Dominion sells tons of meat every day, and every pound of it, every single ounce, is unconditionally guaranteed to please where it counts on your table. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about Dominion's guarantee. If you're not completely satisfied, Dominion will replace the item or refund your money. Why risk disappointment? Buy all your meats at Dominion, where quality, tenderness, and flavor are guaranteed, but cost no more, often less. It's mainly because of the meat. 
Like there's there's a variety of reasons why one would shop at Dominion, but it's mainly because of the meat. It's, let's not beat around the bush. It's <laughs> it's got the meat. We got the ounce where it counts. Yeah, and yeah. The meat. At first, I thought like uh, all the all the the um, dialogue in the or I guess it's a monologue. There's only one mm-hmm. guy talking, but all the words in the donut portion, the whole of the donut. I thought they were supposed to rhyme. I'm like, you know, the word proud and counts. I'm like, oh, I like where they're going with this. Like, this guy's going to give us like a little rap. And then he just went off the rails and just started talking. He's like, ah, you're going to love it. Every all, Canadians all eat it. Mm-hmm. Where we guarantee it. The flavor's good, too. Like, he's just listing thing, reasons why people enjoy eating things. Um, you got to go to the, it's mainly because of the meats. Mainly because of the meats. That, that's like a weird, like, march kind of thing mm-hmm. you're marching to dominion you're gonna eat the meat yeah that was a pretty good one and from canada no less i always pick the canadian ones yeah what is that what was with you in canada i love canada man you know like when i looked so recently you know in, in the recent past we were featured by the albany times union and we had a, a huge spike in listenership and i checked episode by episode to see what episodes were getting the best uh listenership Canada is not our friend, Caitlin. Nobody wants Marineland. <laughs> as as friendly as the Canadians are, and and the Marineland episode is one of my favorites. Crystal Beach. There's, there's yeah. That one had beheading. It did, but I, I don't think people give it a chance. They look and go, I've never heard of Crystal Beach. Uh, what's Marineland? That sounds made up. So I think like our listenership is, is not um, really tuned into Canada quite as well as you are. Um, I think this episode probably is going to flop because you played us a Canadian jingle well, no, again. I, I lure them in with Food Emporium and then I, I get them with the meat. I mean, the New York City folks who tune, tune in for this episode because they're so excited to hear that Food Emporium mm-hmm. ad that they cannot possibly Google or, or you know find on YouTube because um, as you said, it's impossible to find. Yeah, they're going to love your doorman <laughs> accent too. Oh yeah, they're going to love that. They'll be like, wow, that guy sounds just like me. I really like that. This guy's really cool. Um, and then you're going to play something from Canada and they're going to be like, oh, Canada, that's where Albany is. Yeah. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Report. <laughs> Inappropriate Canadian. Inappropriate. There were swears in that one. Um, yeah, maybe we got to go easy on that. Are there any of these uh, jingles that are not from Canada? What about Hy-Vee? I have no idea where Hy-Vee's from. Hy-Vee. Let's listen to the Hy-Vee one. I don't remember it being very good. I don't either. But that's not going to stop us. No. More ways to say, more reasons to smile. Hy-Vee's the store that fits my style. It's so convenient when I'm on the go. Always low prices and faces I know. That's my Hy-Vee. So that was the Hy-Vee jingle, uh, Hy-Vee, from, uh, Hy-Vee Grocery Store from 1998, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. Oh, no. No more Hy-Vee commercials. <laughs> where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. And there's faces I know. It's convenient mm-hmm. when I'm on the go. Um, that's, a, that's a good little one. That one sounds like a, a musical, sort of. And I'm on the go, and there's faces I know. Uh, you know, on the go. What does that mean? You're going somewhere else, but you also have to stop at the grocery store. You're running errands. You're on the go. He's on the go. You know, and in, in the video, they're showing somebody just like getting a can. Like somebody hands them the can. They're in such a hurry. They're like, I, I can't reach that can. 
friendly face I know, hand me the can. Like, I don't have time. I'm on the go. I'm on the go. I have to be from somewhere else. This is just like a, a stop along the way. I'm not even where I need to be yet. That phrase always makes it sound like you have diarrhea. I don't know. I think of like, you know, like women on the go. Like, what does that mean? It's like, oh, it's somebody who has a job, has a place to be. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Oh, a woman on the go. Caitlin, you're a woman on the go. I know you're a professional. I, um, I, weirdly enough, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> As I work from home most days. A lady on the stay. I'm on the stay. Um, that's a good one. Uh, I, I think I would be doing myself a disservice if we didn't play the Grand Union theme. Um, unless you think this is worthy of its own episode. This was a, a jingle that I had not been able to find. Uh, and it's still not the... The version that I remember, I did eventually find the version I remember from this area, but this was a jingle that I would sing to my classmates. I re- so there's another version of this that you have that's better? I just found this today, and I, I could not find it again. Um, it would take me a, a while. Was <laughs> it like the Zoltar machine from Big? Like you found it, and then you couldn't find it for a long time? And I, Yeah, I could not find this for a very long time. Um, I found a... I found a YouTube channel, and I'll have to look up what it is, but it's some gentleman that put up just like VHS tapes, probably a hundred VHS tapes of local news, local newscasts, commercials and all. And I was scrubbing through it because I was trying to find the Times Union jingle because he has a bunch from Albany, like okay. in the 90s. From WTEN. Nice. And uh, he sort of helpfully blocked off in the file of where each commercial was. And I happened to find the Grand Union one. This one is very, very similar. But it is one that I used to I used to sing to my classmates. And I would make up my own donut for the products. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, feel free to add that uh, to, to this uh, version as, mm-hmm. as we play it. Uh, so this is the Grand Union jingle. Um, uh, a chain that was definitely in upstate New York. I don't know how far they went uh, throughout the Northeast. Uh, Grand Union. Guess where I'm going. Mm. I've got to shop Grand Union. Everything's so fresh. They've got such variety. Grand Union. Mm, those red dots specials. Grand Union. It's where I want to be. This week's specials, bonus beef chuck filet roast, one eighty-eight a pound. Coca-Cola soft drink, 79 cents with coupon. Campbell's cream of mushroom soup, 59 cents. And Ocean Spray grapefruit juice, two twenty-nine. Visit the area's newest food market, now open in Saugerties, New York. Oh, no end on that one. The one, yeah, the one, there's a lot to love, love, love. A Grand Union. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. There's a, there's like a man who's the main <laughs> character, and he, he says, uh, yeah, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, those red light or red dot specials, mm-hmm. not the red light specials. That's a whole different. That's where I gotta be. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for the red light specials at Grand Union, you're gonna be sorely disappointed. Mm-hmm. At least in Socrates. You remember? You remember that song "Red Light Special" by uh, TLC? Remember, do you remember the band TLC? Or, yes, or, I remember the band TLC. Female group, not a band. This was maybe not not one of the A sides. No, it was. It was probably their biggest hit outside of uh, Waterfalls. It came, I think, pre-Waterfalls. How'd it go? It was like, baby, I'm yours, all yours. If you want it tonight, I'll give you the red light special. Oh, that was TLC? Yeah, that's TLC. 
And it was about a woman who wanted to pretend to be a prostitute to please her man. And the red light special. That's the red light special. Mm, those red light specials. Mm, exactly. That's where I want to be. Uh, and I remember that song came out about the same time as I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. Mm. So there was like, there were two. The companion piece. Two very sexy songs out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like depending on how you felt about your partner is, you know, which one is the one that you were going to play to seduce that person. Um, all the good boys and girls listened to Boys to Men because it was all very. Boys to men. Yeah, boys to men. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that's why this commercial makes me blush, because I hear red <laughs> dot specials, and mm, I get excited. Those red dot specials. Um, in the video, though, there's a woman who's, like, shockingly surprised. Like, she is like, oh, like, oh, those specials are huge. Like, I, I can't even open my eyes wide enough to see them. And then this, like, you know, I mean, this commercial was from when? must have been the early 90s and there's this like computer animated grand union logo Mm -hmm. where the red ball is coming at you in 3d you know beautiful standard definition um i like that one though i like the grand union it's got such variety grand union Mm -hmm. and that's something we should mention we should mention about the the food emporium ad extremely effective because they say food emporium food emporium like many many times that that's that's a job well done. You cannot separate the brand from mm-hmm. the jingle. Grand Union is going after the same format, I think. That's what I think about now. Uh, I've been trying to write a little jingle for our own show, and I thought about that a lot. What I did is that I want to say jingle as many times as possible. Oh, welcome to the jingle. Yeah, no. I in, mm-hmm. spoiler. I've read Caitlin's lyrics. They are worthy. This will become a reality. Um, you heard it here first, folks. We're breaking our own news that a jingle is forthcoming. Um, yes, but the, the yeah, the Grand Union was not quite the one I remember because that one had a male protagonist. But uh, were there any other close. any others uh, on this list that you sent me that were really good? I think I loved the Save a Lot one. But you it, wrote, I, "I've never heard a jingle like the Save a Lot jingle." So does Save a Lot get its own episode? It could because there is. One or two other Save a Lot jingles in the same real kicky uh, hip hop inspired beat. But do we run the risk of our listeners saying, wait, they're not going to play it? They just told us about it. It's good. I could probably type this into my phone. S on a cell phone is, uh, you know, it's like seven, <laughs> mm-hmm. three times. Like I'm almost there. Um, Dollar sign star. <laughs> V-E. So so my point is like should we just should we give it to him since we teased it or do we say no we're gonna do the save a lot jingle separately? It's your call, girl. Mm. Call girl, get it? Red light special. <laughs> wow. Red light special. <laughs> oh, Lisa left eye. Other yeah. options that we could you know hand out is Robinson Supermarket, Kroger, A and P, the aforementioned, and uh, that would be it. Because you also liked Robinsons. Did I like Robinsons? Which I, I now found out is a store in the Philippines. The Philippines? In the Philippines. Well, it's regional to the Philippines, so mm-hmm. I guess it still fits our, our model. Let's, get, let's, let's give Robinson Supermarket a try. Yeah. Here. 2006, by the way. Katie, the musical performance minor, singing this one. place filled with the very best Where you can eat well and spend less the only place where it's good, good taste. Robinson Supermarket. It's good, good food. 
See, that's epic. Um, oh, I'm tired. You're tired at how like how much you enjoyed that. Like your your heart can't love anymore. The, that one I remember hearing. It sound that one sounds like Christian music to it me. It does. Yeah, I, I think Amy Grant should take a crack at that. Robinson's good, good vibes, fresh and right. Fresh and right. That that's a lyric that mm-hmm. is worth highlighting. It's fresh and right. Like whoa, whoa. What do you mean right? <laughs> Are you implying that your competitors are just wrong? It's right. Like they like they sell blood oranges, but like it took blood to get those oranges, like kind of thing. Yeah, other people are gross and wrong, but we're fresh and right. <laughs> fresh and right. And you know, Katie, our vocal performance minor, who sings this song. Is this the same girl as Koto Experience? You I think? think it might be. I and Katie is. She's taken a lot of like uh, diction classes as well, and she hits those T's because her coach told her that you must hear every word and to enunciate when you sing. So you, she really hits the great, great. So great, great I, so I, so I like the formula of good, good, and great, great. Mm-hmm. You know, good, good times and great, great finds. Um, Healthy treats, fresh and right. Well, no, she says like. Like real good eats and then like pauses and she's like healthy treats like mm-hmm. oh okay like you know eats and treats with a pause in there like ah, I don't have anything to fill this space so let's just build some anticipation. It's like a um, 72nd shot of like a tower of bananas. All right, so I'm not convinced that this is the official video for. You think Katie loved it so much she did it on spec? I, no, no. I, I think that it's the, the official jingle. I, I think not that, the official video. Yeah, I it's think a that, fan video. That, that's a fan made video. It had mm-hmm. the lyrics up on the screen. It had a lot of B roll of people going through a supermarket. Um, uh, but I, I did really enjoy like the extended guitar solo between the uh, you know between the the second to last chorus and then the final chorus. <clears throat> you all right there, Caitlin? <laughs> Yeah, I smell Chinese food. I might be having a stroke. <laughs> no, or you're it could not. be your neighbors. You smell it too? Oh, I definitely do. When I when I came in here, all I could smell was like boiled chicken or something, and it doesn't smell bad. Just uh, it's curious. This, it's, this smells better than the smell I smelled when I first a, smelled it. It's pretty late at night, which is it, which is weird in itself. Uh, but somebody's having a healthy uh, treat. Good, I, good, <laughs> healthy treat over there. <laughs> I think our neighbors live next door. I think they do too. I think they might live. The spa next door. I hundred percent think they do, and I, I want you to keep your eyes out for human trafficking. I don't think I need to open them very wide to see that. <sighs> They're brought over here. They don't have anywhere to live. They've sold a bill of goods, and here they are living in the store. We might be disturbing them by having a podcast here. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and the food smells great. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's a oh. good, it's a good, good eat. It's a good. Oh my! I don't know if the it's good, good vibes, fresh and right. <laughs> the vibes are not good. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, we we blew through quite a few uh, jingles for supermarkets today. And originally, you pitched them. We were like, which one will we do first? Mm-hmm. I think we went through the best of them just now and uh, and had some fun. That was cool. Supermarket Mega Mix. We may still do a full episode on Save a Lot. Yeah, we did save Save a Lot. We saved it a lot for later. Um, that one is unlike anything you've heard, not just in this episode, but on this show. Um, now, I will say, and I want to just jump back to um, Robinson Supermarket. That was a jingle from 2006. 
how rare is it that we're coming up with a jingle that was made in the last 20 years? You know, I'm assuming for the first time. Like, that sounds like a modern song. Have we done anything that was that truly originated in the last 20 years? Koto? Yeah, maybe Koto. That's a good point. Koto, um, definitely some of the Marineland versions of the song that Mm -hmm. we heard, but I think the genesis of Marineland's jingle probably originated in the 80s. I'm sure it did because we we, we hit on a couple of them, or a few of them, I should say. Um, Those were good ones, though. That was fun, Caitlin. Thank you for sharing those with us. Yeah, there's a lot, lot more. There's a lot, lot more. You're going to save a lot in a future episode. Speaking of future episodes, I think it's time that we talk about what we're doing next now when the times union uh expose on the uh on our little podcast came out and they they revealed the truth such as what the k in caitlin k mm-hmm. stands for um when that came out we got a ton of user submitted or listener submitted uh jingles to consider um we can't do them all folks but we really appreciate how many of you submitted these and and most importantly when you submit them you actually sent us the tracks so we could hear them there were a handful of folks who said hey you should do this and this and this and and you know they listed a bunch of things from you know earlier decades that are not archived on youtube that's bad but many if not most actually sent us the recordings that's um, good that is good you uh you win um and this week's winner is going to be richie phillips caitlin do you know who richie phillips is well, you know, Richie Phillips is a, a local entertainer, songwriter, speaker, and performer, and writer of local jingles that you have surely heard before. Yes, many local jingles. So Richie Phillips, uh, former co-host of the Sean and Richie show on WGNA um, as recent as 2016. Uh, in addition to being a radio host, uh, he produced many local jim- jingles. Um a bunch of I could list them here. You would you would be blown away if you were from New York's capital region, as we are. Um, but oddly enough, he 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 submitted his his demo reel of of jingles to us. I recognized many of them, if not most. But one I didn't recognize is the one we want to talk about next. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, any idea which one I'm referencing? You're probably referencing Beer Belly Bob's Beer Belly Bob's Beverage Center. Beer Belly Bob. Beer You're hearing belly it in the background Bob. right Nobody now. If, if I've done my job and edited beer this episode appropriately, this is a crazy beer song, and it is so well done. It's an earworm. Um, have I heard it in the wild? No, but it must exist in the wild because it exists here. Um, if we're lucky, we're going to get in touch with Richie and, and a little bit more and, and, and get some background on this one. But this one is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to our next episode. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's a local jingle we haven't heard before made by a local person who sent it in to us personally. Now, if you want to send in a jingle, there's only one way to do it. Caitlin, do you remember our email address? Our email address is welcome to the jingle pod at gmail.com now, you, know, you had to like you got the hard part right but then you looked to me like which could it be like what was your second guess if it wasn't a gmail address i don't know you feel like i'm a yahoo man i thought maybe like the podcast thing had its own platform or like some sort of own email oh like i you're thinking i would have spent the 12 dollars to buy our own domain welcome to the jingle pod at welcome to the jingle pod dot pod <laughs> 
I will say, what, writing out "Welcome to the Jingle Pod" uh, when I'm telling people, you know, mm-hmm. what our email address is, it's not my favorite thing. We should have made a Jingle Pod. Jingle Pod would actually have worked. It's too late now. It's too late, baby. Yep. Yeah, I got it's a lot. Of, I got a lot. I mean, you know, a lot of people found us, which is awesome. They found us because mm-hmm. you know they heard about us online. Did I ever tell you why the Times Union discovered us or how they they came to find out who we are? It was because of Martin Harding and Mazzotti was losing Martin. That's correct. And uh, in the course of the research, our intrepid reporter happened. We happened to come up. I believe, right? For yes, she found she she was Googling welcome or not welcome to the jingle. She was Googling um, Martin Harding and Muzadi jingle because they wondered what would become of the jingle once they dropped the Martin name, and then boom, there we were. God bless uh, SEO, mm-hmm. search engine Accid- optimization, accidental SEO, and actually, if Amy Grant wanted, blessed us. <laughs> she did with her own hands take us down to the Amy Grant lands. Uh, look, if people want to send us a jingle, what's a jingle, you ask? A jingle is... This is important, folks. Listen up. If you haven't figured it out yet, like it's important that you know these rules. And actually, I put this in the, uh, the jingle that I wrote for our show, which is not a jingle. It'll be a theme song. But a jingle is an ad set to a song. Hmm. It's an ad, and it's a song. It is a... And a song? What's a song? A song has a chorus and a verse. Not necessarily in that order. A verse and a chorus. It could be short. It could be a really short chorus, but it has to have a enough there that we can talk about it. A jingle is not the Family Matters theme song. A jingle is not ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. The jingle is, uh, is not a... Can you do the jingle for this coffee that I had once? <laughs> uh, uh, just, you have to send us a link to it on YouTube or else we can't find it. We don't know. Yeah, it no, that is by far the hardest uh, aspect of this is actually finding the jingle that you want us to uh, to talk about. So do us a huge favor. If you have something you like, find it somehow, some way. Get it online. Email us at welcome to the jingle pod at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have virtually no Facebook likes. Um, but nobody's I, on Facebook anymore. You didn't know? Nobody's on Facebook? No. Oh. Well, crap. I'm there. And I've just been clicking like and unlike on our own page just to keep, give it some action. Um, so, listen, give us a like on Facebook, people. We post every time there's a new episode there. Um, it's, a, it's a great place to comment on episodes and, and post jingles that you want us to, to find out about without having to type in welcome to the jingle pod at gmail.com, which, as we all know, is a big pain in the butt. So, um, yeah, but th- I think this was a fun one. Caitlin, it's so great to be back in the recording booth with you, um, even if it smells like Chinese food and tears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it smells delicious, but concerning. <laughs> yeah, this time of night. It shouldn't be smelling like this in my office. I hope they're okay. Me too. Anyway, I'm Don Ferlazzo. And I'm Caitlin Kay. This has been Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. See you next time. Beer Belly Bob sure loves his job down at Beer Belly Bob's Beverage Center. Beer Belly Bob's Beverage Center. <laughs>